0: previously on the nostalgic front podcast
1: i i got a question though your backyard now uh-huh what the fuck is that shit on the ground weeds yeah they're Little like clovers look, yeah it looks fucking they're, all, weird.
0: Well, they're all over is there uh, even grass uh not well there's not a lot of uh sunlight in oh the backyard. so
1: it's hard to grow it because i it literally looks like
0: yeah so that'll be like <laughs> one of the one of the tasks yeah like is to try and get grass back there we that got was... this Oh Monster Sorry. huge fucking uh Peter Pan tree. What does that mean? Backyard. What's
1: a what's a Peter Pan tree?
0: Just really big.
1: Sick.
0: Because remember, they lived in a tree. Sure. hell yeah
1: coming to you live from the brooklyn new york nostalgic front studio i'm patrick hasty
0: and coming to you live from the des moines iowa nostalgic front studio i am brandon rehm and this is a nostalgic podcast it's a bit it's now a bit
1: yeah, it's fun. I like it. Yeah. Somebody emailed us. I think it was Colin, the author who sent us his book. Uh-huh. He, he emailed us and was like, I got. I love the music stuff at the beginning. And, he, and I think that, he said that specifically because on one episode, I was like, this fucking sucks. We got to get rid of this.
0: Yeah, I'm glad he did. <laughs> People love it. I'm glad. It's it's like when you do uh, a joke in comedy. Oh, yeah. You know, and you're not too sure about it. And then one person tells yeah. you, he's like, I really like that time travel yep. Kill Hitler joke.
1: Yep. And you're like, well, I, I
0: have to... Tell that joke. I'll do
1: it forever. It'll bomb every time. Yeah. But one person gave me confidence, you know? Yeah. Uh goddamn! How are you, buddy? How's life? Me? Fantastic.
0: Fantastic. 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 Uh,
1: how was your week? That's what busy. this, that's what this, that's what this segment is going to transform into basically is. Yeah. How was your week? It's busy. Tell me what you're doing. Working.
0: Yeah. Bucking, what are you building? Uh, Ankeny high school. Oh, cool. Addition, they're adding more to it. Nice. So I'm just putting in lights.
1: Is it weird to be working so close to the ground again?
0: Yeah. Well, like it's you're not weird.
1: on, you're not on elevators for fucking nine hours a day.
0: Yeah. I'm just on a ladder for eight hours a day. Cause yeah. it's all, yeah. So just doing slightly different things at work that, mm-hmm. uh, I'm just not used to, I've done it before, but just, uh, you know, splicing a lot more boxes Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, and wires, That's what I did in high school too, you know a bunch of boxes, which is funny <laughs> because I haven't done that for as long for a while, mm-hmm. so I'm not used to working with my hands above my head all day long,
1: yeah, and I'm not
0: used to uh tightening wire nuts. Oh, sure. so I need to rebuild my uh wire nut calluses, your
1: dex, yeah, your dexterity down in there. That's fine, yeah,
0: yeah, but uh, it's fine, you know, yeah. When it's, you're splicing uh,
1: those boxes, do you ever go splice it in and then you look over the person next to you? All the like, time. It's from our, a guy who likes our podcast says that. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's fun. Uh, uh-huh. I love it. That's great. Have you guys, did you guys do anything? Um, I know you've been doing stand up around Des Moines, but have you and Danielle, has Danielle, I'm very interested. Has she like ventured out into, I know you guys were looking for furniture. Did you get to the, the gold oh, armadillo boy. or whatever? We
0: just do. We've been doing so much antiquing. Yeah. Have you been yeah. to Walnut? Have you she's been- very particular, yeah. About especially like everything we're getting, yeah. And so and she's style driven and like yeah. she's you got, know, a, so she's she got wants like eye. certain things, yeah. At, you know, so uh, we're taking our time because she doesn't want to just get crap in here for like two months to yeah. just get here's rid what, of.
1: Here's what you guys do next weekend, maybe or sometime. Get in the car, head down to Walnut, Iowa. You ever been to Walnut? Uh-uh. It is an hour and 15 minutes, uh, like West down 80, right off 80. It's Southwest Iowa. Uh, or like just on the tip of Southwest Iowa and like Central Iowa, but it's Iowa's antique city. That's what they call it. And like the whole town, it's like a small Iowa town, but everything in town is an antique store and it wow. rules. When I was a kid, we used to go there like every other weekend um, nice. and anything you would want. Like if you want, let's say you want one of those record player stands. Or whatever you know the thing, yeah. The, you can find the one that's perfect for you, and then once you find it, you could probably find it at another store cheaper. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, well, I guess we're gonna do that too. And we've been to all of them.
1: I don't know if you got it if you're still a kid of heart, but they got a great playground too that you go play at. I played at when I was a kid, we'd go to we'd go antiquing all day and I'd be like, oh, get to the playground. And then there was this big ass cool playground where like uh, every single thing you could ever want.
0: Yeah. Some pretty cool old toys that cost too much, in my opinion. We're at the Ooh. Brass Armadillo. Yeah, Saw that's some of fun. of those Brass uh, Armadillo,
1: so fun, listeners. Yeah. If you don't know, there's a spot in the, in Des Moines, an antique store, a huge consignment style store called the Brass Armadillo.
0: It's a little uh, maga y
1: Yeah, I can imagine. Nowadays, I ain't been there. There, there since... was
0: there was some Trump hats in a display oh. being sold, but I, to be... I ain't been there and, since
1: Obama was in,
0: so I don't know. And one lady uh had a t-shirt we saw we we made fun of her it was uh socialism leads to communism and it's just like yeah what like needs that to be a part of their personality so much that they buy a t-shirt that says that and then her car we saw oh yeah at the same time 27 (laughs) bumper stickers this was this was crazy yeah a couple hours before that Uh, We went down to uh, historic Valley Junction because they have a lot of antique and boutique shops right down there. All the, all the teaks, you know, All the teaks,
1: yeah. No tiki
0: bars though, but we went to to trap. You guys could open a local booby trap version, right? Yeah. Uh, But we went to the bar down there, the longest yard. Uh, We were having a, our Saturday afternoon, Bloody Mary. And we looked out the window and saw a truck drive by with flags, Ooh. Uh, Trump 2024. Yeah. then all, you know, all the hits. Golly. Check, check the list right down. And then after that truck, another truck and another. It was truck. like,
1: it was like a parade. And
0: there were like, it, it was the saddest little parade though. It was eight or so Trump trucks.
1: Every time. we were
0: just driving around Des Moines, uh, making people laugh apparently. Yeah. Cause I found the subreddit. Oh, fun. Uh, on, on the Des Moines subreddit. There's a thread right now of just people dragging the stupid parade that happened. That's awesome. Uh, Because they were just driving around. Somebody was like, I was on my motorcycle and almost crashed Mm -hmm. from laughing when I drove by it. Every time
1: I go home, I uh, like my parents live out in the country, you know, and there's like this long winding gravel road that's like real pretty picturesque. And we turn this one corner where you can then see my parents like house and they're up on the hill kind of. And every time we go there, I'm just kind of like, God, please don't have like a big yeah. fucking magazine sign or something.
0: Anybody that doesn't think any president didn't suck shit is a yeah. fucking gypsy. What
1: I think right now is very funny is the people who you like, you see this on Instagram sometimes, the people who are like, thank you, Joe Biden, you're solving all the problems. And the people who think that shit's good right now. And it's like, what? No, it's slightly better, but still not too much. Like, yeah. But it's funny, the people who are just like, yes, a president who matters. It's because he said something. And you're like, what? He didn't do that. That's not a real thing. It's it's very silly. We're all dead. I really thought the pandemic was going to get us all. So I'm kind of unprepared. It's like that line in that. uh, oh,
0: Yeah.
1: Who is it? Is it Gaslight Anthem that has no is it Frank Turner? Frank Turner has that song that's like uh, something about I thought he was going to. I never thought he'd live to see 25. Yeah. You know, and so then after that, you're just kind of like, oh, shit, what next? I thought the pandemic was going to get us all. So. Now, I'm just kind of like, well, I don't know. I guess we'll go to Taco Bell.
0: Well, hey, at least now you can do pickup at grocery stores and mm-hmm. uh, they have soap dispensers at construction sites now. And, so, you know,
1: Delta variant, hell, maybe it's coming back, you know? There help. was a uh, LA I mean, has mask ban again.
0: Yeah, those poor anti vaxxers. They're in for a surprise.
1: That's crazy. It's so weird. I can't. All right. We don't need to go into that. Um, we don't. Okay. So, other things with you. Uh, you're having fun. You're having a good time. Yeah. Started um,
0: Superstore. Uh, Oh, I that's, thought you had already fun. seen it all. Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. Oh. Very good. Uh, I haven't been able to watch too much stuff, man. I got yeah. lawns to mow. New house. You got to be busy. Oh, man. and also, I just keep doing so much grocery store recon, you know? Oh, trying to see or what
1: what's where and where. I got to
0: walk out all these aisles, get an idea for the market for certain stuff so I know when to buy Remember- and when not to.
1: Do you remember Rory Scovel's joke about that? That's so good. We all went to the Funny Bone and saw him once when he did it. I think it's on one of his specials where it's like where you're at the grocery store and you're trying to find something and you're like, all right, I need beans. Beans could be near bread. I'm in the bread. <laughs> yeah. Beans could live near bread. And they're like tortillas. Beans should live near tortillas. But then they're not close at all. It's so funny.
0: Yeah. Uh, God. Uh-huh. And, um, and then the yeah. baked beans are never next to like your yeah. pinto beans and yeah. chili beans you know there's uh, just so like weird yeah it's and- weird
1: also when grocery stores are like when you're like oh i was already in the cereal section and they didn't have much and then you're like oh no they just made a small cereal section near the chips and it's yeah. like what why do you have two cereal sections
0: well one's organic sure
1: and then also i like it when you go to a grocery store and they have those big bakery areas like hy-vee's yeah. have them and then you go to a grocery store that doesn't have that and you're like what the fuck?
0: plus it's How good now poor bastards don't have a bakery section now that I'm by High V's, I can go get their chips that are good. Yeah, and not have to give money to Frito Lay, PepsiCo. That's right. Fuck them so, so much.
1: Yeah. Um. Let's see. I'll tell you some of the things I've been up to this week. I um. First off, I'll say that i I got into something that you have always been into, and that I dabbled with back at when we back in like 2010. Oh, you're a dabbler. I used to dabbler. Now I'm all full dabbler. Board. Is
0: my favorite X Men
1: was a dabbler now i'm full bore full bore is my favorite next men uh <laughs> no,
0: well yeah they're pigs they yeah. eat a lot you know i was like oh
1: i uh i jumped into the hardcore history the um current one the uh whatever it's called supernova in the east uh-huh that's the one all about japan in world that's war a ii lot. yeah it's it's six parts i'm it's like five hours a piece, six parts. I'm yeah. in the last part. It's fucking awesome.
0: The guy can paint a picture. With yeah, words. Dan is
1: great. Uh, Dan Carlin. I am. Um, it's so interesting for how much I studied history in college and how much I've learned. How much I'd never even never thought about all this Japan stuff. I, you know, you, you we didn't learn about Japan. We don't. I never did. We don't.
0: Yeah, we don't learn about a lot of stuff. There's all that's yeah. what's fun about history. There's always a exciting angle uh to it and then he does like such uh, he he just drenches everything in like context and but nuance. it never feels just redundant like, either that's no, the thing uh-uh. that's
1: so weird is he never you're never like buddy I talked about this three episodes ago
0: yeah it well, all feels very warranted there there's so many events that we've learned throughout yeah. our lives about what we we, we have a like school teaches you a lot more what happened yeah as opposed to why mm-hmm. what yeah.
1: happened that's so. what i used to always say was why because when i was in college i wanted to be a history high school history teacher mm-hmm. that's what i was like studying to do yeah and one of the reasons i said it was because i hated that in school we would learn they'd tell us about vietnam but never why it happened or how it ended yeah like they'd the tell us about world war ii but never why or how yeah exactly like the clone wars um But something I figured out from this, or I learned from this, that maybe everybody else knows this, and this is common practice, but it was so weird to me, to it like made me rethink everything about World War II, was that Hitler killed himself in April of 1945. Best thing he ever did. We dropped the nuclear bombs on Japan in August of 1945. So the fact that Hitler had been dead for like four months before that, that I thought it was so interesting to me. Because in my head, you would think it was vice versa. You'd think we dropped yeah. the bombs, and then that made Hitler be like, "Oh fuck, this, they got bombs, we're done." Right. But it was the other way around.
0: Um, Communism's so bad, but they beat the Nazis.
1: That's right. Uh, I uh do you know that twenty-five of the letters in the alphabet are Nazis?
0: <laughs> hey, baby, that's that crushing. joke's back, and people still love it. It's a good joke. That, joke. that joke's older than fucking. I think it's almost able to drive, not I wanna, legally. I but think like, I told you this.
1: I think I told you this off air, maybe on air, but I think I'm going to go to wherever some one of these fucking clubs on the road. And, that And talk me. about
0: Jesus having sex with his stigmata wounds maybe? in his hands.
1: I'm going to record. I want to record two albums. I'm going to record every joke yeah. I ever told, because after a year of not telling jokes, everything yeah. is the same. Ever, a joke I wrote in 2020 is yeah. as fresh as a joke I wrote in totally. 2011. Yeah,
0: so, that's my notebook right now. I just haven't. Yeah. I'm just going through all the old stuff and mixing it together. And some of it doesn't do good. Some of yeah. it's great.
1: Everything know? has that feel of like, oh, that's an old Fresh. joke. I don't want to tell that. Everything has that feel now.
0: Yeah, so as it's, long good. As the it's good. It's good. I there, really like I really like doing comedy right now.
1: What's hard is when I'm hosting and I my instinct is to like, mm-hmm. I have a tag for every single thing they say. I did the divorce joke, you know, the divorce joke where I'm like, uh, Lord, it's like Lord of the Rings. And I'm like, you know. Uh, the isoron, it's this whole bit and it and that is like a 50 50 bit where when it hits it hits hard when it bombs it bombs hard and i yeah. did that in between comics the other night and like it destroyed the room and so like and it was quick it was like 40 seconds get one comic gets off stage i go up and do this bit then i bring up the next comic and it was like a wave it was literally like a wave crested rode that first comic off. I got up there and then I wrote them off, and the next comic got up and just rode the wave. It was awesome.
0: Oh uh mm-hmm. I like what we were talking about this before the show. I, I didn't want to forget to talk about it because it was one of my three notes. Oh, yes, but, please. Uh last night with there's this bar right down the street from us, uh called the Greenwood Lounge. It's like mm-hmm. built right between Manhattan, deli and the Ingersoll Dinner Theater. Yeah. Uh old bar. Full of nothing but like old neighborhood f- fucking libs, basically. Yeah. Just like your 50 plus, you know. By
1: the way, I uh, want you to know that you didn't talk about this off air. You talked about this about a minute and a half ago on the podcast.
0: <laughs> oh, well, anyway. Oh, I did. <laughs> yeah, I talked when you were about in the- that
1: club and you wanted the bar.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. We've been talking for a while. I can't keep everything. Hey, you know straight. what? Maybe Anyways- you
1: didn't maybe you didn't, maybe I'm wrong, and the listeners will prove me wrong in the in the notes.
0: Uh, it's a perfect bar because it's right down the street and it's a uh, nice great dive bar with old people and uh every time we go there they got like live music like yeah. the last time we went there it was like uh it was a Wednesday night and it was just like a group of like 50 something year old dudes playing Dick Dale, Link Ray oh, like cool. music you know and you could tell they've been playing together for a while and they just like doing it That's and I'm awesome. like Last night, there was this dude. He's a retired teacher, recently retired, and now he's a full time musician, I guess. And he's playing there for like, you know, 20 people. Love it. And he's crushing it and he's doing like uh, loops too. Yeah. Oh, cool. So he's like up there playing a guitar and then
1: like hits the button and that. Yeah. And
0: then, and then he like starts doing like, have I? Let me go. Scat. And then he like does a little percussion loop, and then after all those loops are playing in together, he grabs a fucking saxophone out, starts doing like little lead licks on that, and yeah. then comes back and plays a blues song, and we're just sitting there having a having a grand old time.
1: Uh, that's awesome. That reminds me of I saw one time at a concert in Omaha. Uh yeah. Br- Bright Eyes gave a, did a free concert in the in a in like Memorial Park in Omaha once, and Gruff Rice opened, who was the lead singer of sup- uh, Super Furry Animals.
0: Oh, yeah. He's that crime dog, right?
1: (laughs) That's right. And he was solo and he went up there and he had a chair and a guitar, an acoustic and like maybe a keyboard on the side, but he had a looping machine. And so in the he did like three or four songs. It was really cool, really interesting, fun music. He's got a great voice. And then in one song, he does that where he picks a bass line on the acoustic guitar. Then he plays the guitar over it. Then he does some lead over it. Then he does the keys over it. Then he does some drums on the keyboard yeah. over it. I, then he sings like a whole lot. Then he sings like a note. It's like he fishing in like the dark. Loop. And it's it's like this whole experience all happening at once. And then he just sits his guitar down, stands up, walks over to the corner of the stage, and he f- smokes a cigarette while this beautiful thing is playing. That rule. And then he comes back in and he sits back down and he's like, they said I couldn't smoke on stage if I was playing.
0: That. It was awesome. That's was a so good, good bit too. So yeah. It,
1: that's the thing that and they
0: have yeah. old they have music like almost every night at the dive bar right down the street from my house. And it's you know what else is like, I wanted to bring this up. Cool old people hanging out.
1: If things go bad, if you're hanging out ever right there and things go bad, you could go about a block and a half up, of course. Um, and you could yell at everyone to get to the price chopper. Because <laughs> the price chopper <laughs> is right there. <laughs>
0: That's fun, huh?
1: Um Goddamn!
0: that ended our bit or are we still talking no
1: we're still talking i saw oh, okay. things
0: <laughs> i i just thought that was a great line so I was, I was double checking
1: maybe we'll do it maybe i'll say it again i'll re i'll i'll edit around i wanted to say that i also uh last night this is the big thing i want to talk about you went to the movies went to the theater baby there it is uh, that's right i saw uh we went boss to... baby too <laughs> i finally got to see it you know i love that fucking boss baby yeah Hey, we, I, can, I can hear it when I I can yeah. hear it working at Blockbuster I, I have like the mem- I have like I know what it feels like to have some dipshit in it be like hey mama they got that Boss Baby
0: 2 movie you know they got a Blockbuster board game
1: yeah it's a, we have it at work it's in our like supply closet
0: Huh. Mm-hmm. we just saw that uh, Walmart yesterday
1: yeah it was um we, we saved it for like if we had work events once I'm gonna throw it in the garbage um I don't need that stolen valor in my, in my mind. <laughs> uh, we went to the IFC center though. Yesterday was our anniversary. Uh, yeah. Stacy and I have been together 11 years. Uh, my joke was it was our, it was my 11th wedding anniversary. Can you believe that? I've been married 11 times. <laughs> Hopefully this one makes it longer than a year. Uh, but I, uh, so we went to, we had dinner, we had great lunch. We had great lunch in uh, Greenwich village, got some dessert. Walked all around the Greenwich Village. Then we went to the IFC Center, where we saw Gremlins, and in one of those same one of those same small theaters, with like you know twenty seats, and it wasn't full; it was like half full. But all, because they sold it that way, the movie would have been sold out. We saw Werewolves Within. Have you heard about this?
0: Werewolves Within.
1: It it's a great movie directed by Josh Rubin, uh, and it's starring Sam Richardson, who's uh. Uh, Richard Splatt from uh, uh, Veep, and he's in. I think you should leave. He's the guy that's like uh, the Harley Jarvis sketch. That's him. Um, he's also in Detroiters. He's just hilarious. It's him, and then whatever her name is, Melina, Milana Von Trib, the basically the AT and T girl, you know, from the commercials. Mm-hmm. It's those two. It's this awesome movie. It's like a where it's like a a funny horror movie, and it's based off the video game Werewolves Within. Uh, and it just kicked ass. It was a very funny movie. It was very good. Well done. Like it was a good movie, and it oh. was fun to see it in the theater with a crowd of everybody laughing all together. Um, what a great experience. Had no a great Black time. Widow though, huh? Still haven't not seen the Black Widow yet. I think I'm just gonna buy it on Disney. I think I'm just gonna go see because I just don't want to go. I Stacy made a good point because I I want to see it, but I don't. I'm not compelled to see it the way that I would some other certain like a thor ragnarok i was compelled to go see in the theater i'm not that way with black widow and so stacy was like well you don't want the first movie you see back in the theater to be you know a movie that you're just kind of excited about um so that's why we saw werewolves within um and you know it's funny this is an interesting thing i can say that was the first movie i saw in the theater since
0: 1917 well i'm it's true have you tweeted that no i'll tweet it right now yeah man I'll, I'll talk while you tweet. But, we uh, right now. Give me. Let I'm stoked next week. Yeah. Our trending topics. Whoa. Twending topics. Twending topic. I want to
1: twa. I twa- a twending topic.
0: Oh, yeah. Did you see uh, Space Jam yet?
1: Oh, yeah. Fuck. See that. I didn't even put it on the notes. I saw Space Jam. Whew. Oh, sh- yeah. we'll talk about that in trending
0: topics. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But. Uh, oh, yeah. We get master of the universe and snake eyes coming out next weekend. They're both coming
1: out next weekend?
0: Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. He-Man, fucking snake eyes. Uh, we just I'm gonna spoiler alert, we're gonna do a Transformers episode. It's gonna be one of the best nostalgia front episodes ever.
1: Transformers animated episode. And it's probably and it's gonna be like a real one. We're not just gonna like and then you're gonna hear something from 2016. Uh, hey
0: baby we're good to go now you we know? are
1: yeah we, yeah. now that now that you're all moved, also nobody fucking really cared we got a couple of fun no. jokes that's like uh, yeah. what, what's happening here but um, those are good episodes they're canon you know they're canon
0: mm-hmm. yeah uh, yeah well we've been canon episodes for <laughs> four years
1: yeah uh, somebody should <laughs> I think somebody should have canned us you know uh, actually I think a few places did can us I think we <laughs> like we're already on the way down speaking
0: um, of uh Uh, You know, it's fun if we're talking about Highlander. I can use this joke What are you doing?
1: Why are you just, like, throwing everything all around?
0: I just wanted to make a canon joke.
1: We're still at the top of the show, and you've already brought up trending topics and the, 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 the topic of the week. I'm excited, okay? I lit up from Reno. I was trailed by 20 hounds.
0: Didn't get to sleep that night till the morning came around. Set out, out running, running but, but I take, take my, my time. The trend, trend of the topic is a trend of mine. Trend of mine. If I get home before daylight, I just, just might watch, watch some, some bad Blatch.
1: <laughs> Blad Blatch. Blad Blatch. Uh, trending topics, buddy. That's yeah, a good, one. good one. Trending topics. Now slow week, but I will say this: I have still have not seen uh, Black Widow. Yeah. Um, I want to, I think, I'm well, gonna- you can
0: wait uh, widow a widow bit longer to watch it.
1: <laughs> I don't think, I think legally we can't do that joke again. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I think I'm going to just do it, buy it. I'm just going to get it on the, the Disney app. Yeah. Cause like, I don't give a fuck that much, but I do really want to know the story, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and also my, my expectations are low, so it'll probably, I'll probably really like it. It'll probably blow my I bet expectations you will. away. Yeah.
0: I, I think that was a pretty consistent, feeling about the movie anyways
1: yeah um well wh- okay so what is there anything else going on
0: uh we watched that uh i almost you- caught up on the bad batch i nice. di- i didn't see the uh this week's episode i watched the one that i've been backlogging and oh boy i love i love the v- turn it took
1: yeah the Hera story uh, and everything
0: yeah yeah uh, and- really excited about the ryloth stuff and uh okay. it was really cool seeing omega uh-huh. and Hera uh, that was just like such a cool scene. And it just really goes to show how good Filoni is mm-hmm. at bringing characters back, mm-hmm. you know, and it never I mean, I know there's always going to be criticisms from people where they're like, oh, it's a big giant universe, you know, mm-hmm. why do the, why does it feel so small? And it's like,
1: I've seen some things that say it's not that big of a universe. Like I've seen sometimes where they do like star maps basically of, of what their universe looks like. And then it's not as big as you would think. There's a lot of uncharted areas, but like it's not unheard of that you would run into somebody on one planet. And then maybe two years later, run into them on another planet, because the way that travel works, it, uh, it's like running into somebody in Chicago. And then a couple of years later, running into them in Cleveland.
0: Especially when you're all involved in the same stuff.
1: Yeah, you're all co-workers in the Rebellion, you know? Yeah, you know? Uh, it's not
0: that weird to run into the same bounty hunters
1: Yeah, another you're thing, a bounty I hunter. I'll say, I, without spoiling anything, but what's cool about this week's episode is the Hera episode kind of, I felt like, wrapped up in a weird way. Like, it didn't, but it did. And I would just expected this week would be another random-ass adventure. I loved, But yeah. they, this week, they picked back up with that storyline. I love how much... Line.
0: I was into that episode and it had nothing to do with the rest of the show up to that point.
1: Yeah. Well, because it because it in your head it has so much to do with Star Wars cuz you remember yeah, uh, uh Sindula from Clone Wars, you know about Hera in Rebels. So you're seeing all the shit. What I kept waiting for was the mom to die. Cuz in Rebels she mentions her mom dying and that was when her and her father really stopped mm-hmm. talking. And so I just kept waiting for her mom to get killed, and that I thought, and I was prepared. Remember in the yeah. first or second and then you got episode, crosshair when,
0: there, so it's just like, yeah. Remember
1: in the first oh. or second episode where crosshair killed all those people? Uh huh. Because of that, I feel like I'm just waiting for more people to get murdered, like it's Game of Thrones feeling, where I'm just waiting for <laughs> a big ma- mass murders to happen again. Uh, but it's very, very good. Bad Batch has been um, awesome. I think uh, fully enjoying it. Uh, I started rewatching mandalorian just because
0: it's so rewatchable
1: watch like four episodes in and i was like oh this fucking rips it's like a cool star it's like a three star wars movies you know yeah it's, it's crazy it's how good.
0: good star wars tv is because i can mm-hmm. remember seeing uh reading about how george lucas wanted to do like a uh, ma- uh bounty oh, yeah. hunter tv show like fucking 15 years ago. That's right, yeah. And I remember thinking to myself like Star Wars TV, uh, mm. I don't know about that. Yeah. But and now like arguably like the best stuff that Star Wars has made post Jedi is yeah. all TV shows.
1: That's right, yeah. It's really really crazy. Um I'm also very looking forward to seeing um I don't know if you saw this. This I guess this is a cool trending topic. With the Toy
0: Galaxy Shadows of the Empire episode
1: that was great. But what about if you're going to mention Toy Galaxy, what about yesterday's Toy Galaxy unboxing video where they unboxed a bunch of Mark Von Onnen's comics? Yeah. He's on it again. They brought it he, Well, Mark. he's
0: a relentless fucking
1: huckster. Bugger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think
0: those are like, did he have Chelsea lately, fucking or Handler or whatever, take a nude photo with the comics covering up or stuff? That didn't look Photoshopped. I'd- He's got like celebrities hawking his stuff. Like I, I'm just I saying. don't think that happened, but maybe I missed that. <clears throat> there's an Instagram photo of her in a tub with uh Mark's comic books over her boobs.
1: I'm gonna look at I'm gonna look this up while we're talking about it because somehow I have never and heard it's it. in
0: the photos with him and uh Frank Turner, and then I think there's another celebrity I'm holding his up. comic book. I know wor- he sends I know the world's weird right now.
1: I know he sends his comics out a lot, which is great. Because Mark, if you guys aren't li- buying Mark's comics, if you've never bought Mark's comics, go do it right now because it does. they rip. They're cool. Uh, Ahab. Uh, it's or fucking no, Shark Week. Uh, it's Ahab Van Helsing versus Nosferatu Karakadoon. Uh, it's Shark Week. Yeah, go do that. I'm looking at these pictures. I'm, I'm trying to find these pictures right now.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, because that's good podcasting.
1: Well, hey, it's not my fucking fault. You bring up uh, Chelsea Lately's cans. I don't see it. I don't see him right now, but maybe I'll find him later. Anyways, yeah, go get Mark's comic because in the most recent Toy Galaxy, he sent all the rest of them. And you could tell that Dan had read them all. Dan from Toy Galaxy, who I call by his first name. Uh, you can tell he had read them all and was like into them. And he mentioned his, the care He sent the, the first batch like five years ago to him or three years ago. And you mm-hmm. can tell that he remembered them all and stuff. The um, good batch. The good batch. Uh, but yeah, so what, no, what I was going to say was, uh, speaking of Star Wars, um what is let me pull the actor who plays uh, uh i'm ready uh, for the
0: spinoff the where it's star piece you know
1: yeah i was Just, thinking is, is there a uh i bet you there's like a fucking t-shirt or a poster that's like the star wars poster imagery but it's like george bush and dick cheney and kind of lisa rice and, and it says
0: illegal wars
1: no it says start wars
0: oh yeah. even better
1: Um, no, I saw a video the other day where Tamora Morrison, who is the actor who plays Boba Fett and he was Gango Fett and the clones and everything. I saw a video that he posted, uh, where he, um, he, he's in it's like a video in New Zealand for like a spa, like as if he did like a, Hey, we'll let you into the spa for free, but you gotta like plug us on your Instagram. And so he did a video where he's like in a, in a, in a, like a hot tub that's at the ground level. And he's like, Hey, we'll just finished filming uh, the book of Boba Fett. And uh come back to New Zealand today that day to dig here in the spa and uh, have a uh, little sit. And so, but he, he basically confirmed that at least his scenes in both uh-huh. book about are over.
0: God, I just can't wait for Korg to show up.
1: Oh yeah. Korg <laughs> That fucking Deadpool Korg video is really fun.
0: Oh yeah. 100%. Uh,
1: there's a, my favorite joke in the whole thing is when the girl, um, <clears throat> Jody Comers, the actress show, shows up on screen yeah. and they're watching it and, at the same time they both speak, but Deadpool or Deadpool goes, Whoa, Jody Comers, and Korg goes, Whoa, Jody falster <laughs> And you can just tell that Cork doesn't know who it is.
0: I just love when Korg is getting his ass kicked in Fortnite and yeah. In uh endgame and
1: has... noob slayer 69. <laughs> uh yeah, it's uh Korg's Korg kicks ass. Uh speaking of that, oh fuck, this is another trending topic thing
0: yeah uh, let's um, do it let's uh, talk about it
1: what we do in the shadows spinoff
0: oh yeah taiki with related stuff i I know i think that's more jordan clements uh that show yeah yeah is but uh taiki with is pretty much taking over hollywood and i Mm. fucking love it he's great Uh, have have you seen the trailer for the new fx show uh reservoir
1: yeah uh reservation Reservation dogs Dogs. yeah looks looks awesome awesome and, and that's cool because that means there's two television programs on TV right now with uh, Rutherford Falls that are Native American comedy series or based shows. And it's like, what a rep, what a underrepresented major part of our country that you don't have TV shows about them, you know? Um, especially after all the years of these fucking t- terrible Westerns that like <laughs> well, yeah. let
0: Italians play them. Closest thing you can get is fucking Letterkenny basically. Yeah,
1: totally. And that's not even American television. That's yeah. Canadian. I mean, it's yeah. not even USA. Um, yeah, yeah. But what, what I thought was crazy, I didn't know about this. So Wellington Paranormal is mm-hmm. a show produced by Taika Waititi and Jermaine Clement and it's a spinoff of What We Do in the Shadows. But it's not a spinoff of the TV series. It just it just dropped on HBO Max this yeah. week. It's not a spinoff of the TV series What We Do in the Shadows. This is a T a spinoff of the movie that has been airing in New Zealand since 2018. Oh wow! So this is already all done there. They just didn't have an American television deal, and then, and, but because this is like this is like the Office of I New Zealand. Just
0: like that fucking accent. Yeah, I cannot stop repeating everything they say. Yeah, I want everybody to be Omega.
1: Amiga. <laughs> I I and we we were rewatching some episodes of uh, I love one of my favorite things of all time. Also, Jermaine Clement and Taika Waititi connected is flight of the concords that two season television program is i think one of the most it's up there with like kids in the hall to me it's like just one of those things oh, yeah. that i would watch till i'm dead and well the music is like it's well the mu- the songs are great alone but the series itself and there's a joke in one episode where the prime minister of new zealand who's just some fucking guy comes to new york to hang out at the new york offices and he's sitting in murray's office and he's like hey Mary uh, i was watching a movie on the plane and uh, I, was, I, I, I fell asleep, but I didn't get to see all this. Can you tell me if in the movie *Cause 2, do the uh, love interests uh, stay together? And then Murray like hits the button and t- calls his receptionist. He's like, hey, hey, uh, do you know in the movie *Cause 2, do the two cars uh, fall in love and stay together at the end? And then the receptionist says, hold on, let me Google it. <laughs> yeah, they do stay together. And then Murray's like, thank you. And then Murray tells the, the prime minister, yeah, they do stay together. And the prime minister is like, oh, good, it got, got hairy for a moment there. <laughs>
0: All right. Now, can we uh, I'm pretty sure you've talked about that as a great bit. I've heard Thank you. you. great describe bit. Describe it before. Oh, um, well, fuck you. I, there's a fucking elephant in the room right now. Oh. That I feel I this is trending topics. Uh, this is my favorite trending topic of the week. Oh, I think uh, I know what you're talking about. I'm, I'm just fucking stoked about it is the fucking Loki uh, season 1 finale cuz they're getting yeah. season 2 which rules but Loki fucking kicked ass dude it's Loki like Loki's great one of my all time favorite things and uh get as far as like uh the MCU so far and just what it uh means for the future uh the story it told mm-hmm. and uh man it's really weird but uh there's at least one great conversation every episode where you're just like where i'm just like locked in while people are having to a discussion which yeah. is really weird for an mcu i think it took uh everything that i liked about the other two series and put it together and like visually it's so fucking awesome and yeah. uh again just like uh you know not being all hip on kang the conqueror yeah. and now having listened to like 10 different uh descriptions
1: about what YouTube it deals.
0: videos and stuff and two-hour podcast you know Mm -hmm. you know all all the ancillary stuff that fandom culture puts out same thing and it's just like the different directions you can go now with the well the multiverse you know is just and everything is out there where we knew this was going to happen yeah but just seeing the tip of the toe where it's like you know after Endgame, it was kind of like, man, where can they go? Like that was yeah. did they just shoot their load? And now it's just like uh
1: so open and confuse, but not not confusing, but there's so much to happen could happen now.
0: Like Whereas, we could have Toby Maguire and Hugh Jackman yeah. in movies in fucking three years. And when They're, Endgame
1: ended, like you said, it really felt like, well, what's there's no what are they gonna do now? Yeah. It's like they kind of had to like blow it all up and they've done that really well and paced it out really well with the beginning of i think wandavision was a great way to start because it really started messing with what's possible yeah. and then captain or uh, captain america and the winter soldier or whatever falcon and the winter soldier the way it dealt with them talking about it, he's like there's three things there's wizards there's magicians and blah blah, blah or whatever like yeah.
0: and i like falcon winter soldier because i just like uh we get, we get this really good balance of, and this is mar- what Marvel Comics has been doing anyways, so obviously it's in the MCU, but you, we're simultaneously getting, like, big, giant fucking uh, cosmic entities and powers, and we still have our, like, fucking guy in a jetpack yeah. running around trying to beat up fucking, you know, terrorists. Yeah. It, basically
1: it, it, yeah um or
0: freedom fighters you know same th- same side of the coin
1: something i liked because once i i did what we talked about how i stopped paying attention to the like all the screen crush videos and stuff just because i kind of yeah, wanted. to i think you have it.
0: to yeah to would agree but because like at that, the end of a thing it's great yo, oh
1: totally and i had but already heard all this stuff about um mephisto I, the, the idea is tired was, of mephisto yeah you know? <laughs> i already heard all the ideas that this was working towards a uh uh king the conqueror thing but i don't know anything about king the conqueror So I was so excited when it start when that came up, that storyline part came up in the show to learn that he wasn't just a fucking another weird ass alien like Thanos, that he was he's a descendant of Reed Richards, who we haven't seen yet in the MCU, which is really exciting. Yeah. And that and the story of like how there was a lot of them and they learned how to go between all of that was told so well. It, it, in like, in uh, the,
0: 30 seconds.
1: Yeah. Well, some of the criticism is there's a lot of talking in this one, but there is because he's really a lot of talking, talking about-
0: in every fucking episode. So that's you're right. gonna criticize the finale when there yeah. is like a like uh, philosophical theme that's discussed yeah. in depth by two characters and and ever almost every fucking episode, uh, Sylvie and Loki on the train, uh, mm-hmm. Mobius and it's- Loki. Both times at a desk. Yeah. How, how the first two episodes is just, just people sitting at desks. Yeah.
1: I I really enjoyed it. Um,
0: fate and free will, and
1: I don't know how to say it without I I don't I didn't have negative feelings when I watched the finale, but I did want something more. I didn't I did want to feel more of a maybe and I guess maybe because there's gonna be a season two, that's how yeah, like, you're that's, meant to feel.
0: Hundred percent. But I why. wanted
1: it, I wanted a little more closure. I was so sad when. That that's fucking... one of my
0: least favorite things about this this show mm-hmm. versus the other two. Yeah. Is the other two were meant to be one season, one season. And I didn't you know, know Loki shows. wasn't. I didn't. Yeah, I so... didn't until yeah the, towards the end, like just recently, I found out there'd be a season two. Yeah. So they hit. You know. I was uh, looking
1: for. I found out there was going to be a season two. When it they probably, you know, the after credit scene said Loki will return and see, they probably three.
0: changed it because there was a lot of stuff. Uh, there was some stuff from the uh trailer that didn't yeah. make it into the show, like uh, Loki in New York, yeah. Like,
1: oh, yeah, uh, when Loki was the king or whatever, yeah, but also so there's a couple yeah. things.
0: So maybe they had that stuff and yeah. then saw that they just crushed and one thing that I thought was interesting, with WandaVision. So they were just like. Yeah, we're doing two seasons. We can it make said, this two seasons.
1: In the after credits thing, it said Loki will return in season two. But it usually what it says gonna tell is, you which Loki. Well, but also I hope you, it's
0: the alligator one.
1: Usually the whole second one is just that. It's like uh, what is it, wacky Olympics or whatever. It's like an animated yeah. show. Uh, but a lot of times <laughs> what they say is like we will return in will return, or we will return in blah blah blah, like the next movie. So that kind of makes me think we're not gonna right. see Loki again until the next season of the show. So maybe we won't see him in Spider-Man. We won't see him in any of these things.
0: The other thing that this does, uh, the show, Loki, completely legitimizes every fucking thing in the What If series next month. Yeah. So, like, basically all the What If episodes are other... Variants which of it, everybody,
1: which is what I need. That's the shit I want because I don't yeah. give a fuck if it doesn't matter. Um, except for Star Wars droids, the animated series from the 80s, I fucking love. It's so good. Uh, and I understand it's not canon, but I'm still in. I don't even think, I think
0: anything involving C3PO and R2D2 is canon. I don't even They're the think ones that make it official. I don't
1: even think Star Wars droids is considered extended universe canon. You know what I mean? Like I think they were even like, we don't want that. But it's yeah. it's so good. It's so good. Anywho, uh, yeah, but I really enjoyed Loki. I was sad. I was very sad at the end when he pops back to the the V A the the whatever it is the V A or whatever they yeah. call it. And Mo- Mobius is like, "Who are you? What's your What's your name? We don't know who you are." And you realize that either he he was not sent back to the same one or that it's changed. Yeah. Um, and that well, that's a bummer.
0: How many? Exactly. So what if? The... <laughs> that's the other thing. There could be infinite TVAs.
1: Hmm. Well, what I like the idea is that and I like the idea that there's always been all these threads and then Kang the Conqueror or Kang, him and his other alternate universe, you know, multiverse counterparts figured out how to to go between them. Yeah. And then that spawned everything that made everything go happening. But I love the idea that this like the X-Men, the X-Men universe just didn't know about it. Here's the
0: thing I'm hearing the uh who are you hearing
1: this from by the way
0: (laughs) the fucking youtube
1: okay cool okay you
0: know what i heard from heavy spoilers your venom and mobius's yeah and carnage eyes yeah they're in another universe right now Mm -hmm. with toby Maguire spider-man and then it's all gonna like i don't think so Maybe. Well, Very there's a possible. poster where well, there's a poster in the background of the Carnage trailer and it's got Spider-Man on it. And uh, it's the Spider-Man from the Sam Raimi Spider-Man. It's
1: OK. It's not. It's a Spider-Man from one of the Sam Raimi video games. It's art created for the video games of that Spider-Man. But Tom Holland, you want to you want to fucking bet? I saw this thing probably the same video. Tom Holland, though, is uh-huh. he is um whatever you call it, contracted to deal to be in those movies, too. Now, maybe it's possible that that is in the Tobey Maguire universe. They're all dealing with them. That, yeah, then, but
0: that's the way they can bring it in.
1: Tom, you're right. You're but, right. You're 100 percent right. Tom, but I do know that Tom Holland will also be a Spider-Man in those universes. That actually would be the best way to do it. Yeah, that would be the best way to do it, where it doesn't seem all fucking weird. The way that Kevin they're going like was like. Gonna yeah
0: find a way to connect the mcu to fucking into the spider-verse eventually man yeah just like
1: into the spider-verse 2 will have it and it's
0: all going to secret wars in four or five years
1: do you think they'll do secret wars secret wars was such a the the original secret wars from the 80s was such a bomb when it happened i think it's a cool storyline
0: now but it was such a bomb when it happened do you think they'll try to do that again oh yeah man that's that's where everything's got to be going man you can bring anybody back you can yeah. bring fucking uh, all of a sudden robert downey jr has a fucking yep big moment and you're like holy shit or yeah you know did you, you see do, robert what you get downey, to there
1: robert downey senior died the other day did you see that
0: uh-uh
1: yeah his father died the other day that's a bummer uh How,
0: how's morton downey jr doing these days The Nostalgic Front Podcast is brought to you by
1: Causey, Jennifer L., Matt, John, Grammarhole, Edward S., Joan, Emmett, Christina A., Hank Finch, Mike Haas, Brian, Sofing, Adam S., Shank,
0: and listeners like you. Princes of of the the universe. Universe. This is just a queen album. Highlander. That's what we're talking about today.
1: Highlander. Now, buddy, what's your experience with Highlander? Now we can t-
0: Nah Prior to this uh,
1: movie, prior to you watching this movie, what was your I don't experience? think
0: I've seen any Highlander movie more than twice. Sure. Uh until today. Yeah. This morning. Um I first my <laughs> What really fucks me up was the first one I ever saw was part two, because you did that back in the day. Yeah, you just you know? watched the
1: one you had access to.
0: Yeah, yeah. Short circuit two, Gremlins yep. two, the, yeah. you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh Three Men and a Little Lady. Those mm-hmm. were mine. Yeah. Th- that's my canon. And which is a weird way to say that because Highlander 2 is uh renowned for yeah. its retconning and bad, like how they how much it fucked up
1: yeah it wrecked all of the
0: lore uh yeah like so in the back of my head I'm still thinking they're from another planet mm-hmm. what's going on with that uh so but the TV show yeah I would just watch because I'd watch any of those shows if I couldn't you know yeah they were all uh the adventure fair you know yeah. like your Xenos or Highlander and I thought or I love those Junior type shit
1: I loved the Highlander TV show. I yeah. was obsessed with it. I used to draw the characters. I used to like make, I li- I can't, I was trying to think like, you know, your brains get fucking broke this time. Yeah. I made my own story with, I had my own Highlander who was a different McLeod. I don't remember his name, Yeah, but like I had my own storylines well, and stuff.
0: That's the most apparent thing about the entire franchise and watching the movie Yeah, is it's got, so many great building blocks you know it's got it it's definitely you know flawed in some spots yeah but like it's also got other shit that's like fucking exactly what you want you're looking for and
1: it's it's similar to like um kind of like a star wars but where the universe it's so much possibility yeah but like in it would be like if in star wars if like all of a sudden they could be like oh by the way there's a whole other luke skywalker and cool storyline that's happening over here like another awesome maiden character yeah you just don't we just don't acknowledge them because we don't know about them.
0: if we uh it's like a lot of stuff you can do with vampires except for their sword fighting underground you know hid you know just like the secret brotherhood of uh yeah
1: yeah. It's I loved this t- I love the TV series. I remember sobbing when Richie died. It was a huge episode. Because the show, the series was following.
0: Did you watch the cartoon?
1: Uh not as much, but only because mm-hmm. it wasn't on whatever I yeah. had. Um great when did, they cut people's heads off. I watched the sequel, the Highlander sequel series that was called it was following Alexandra Paul's character, right? Oh yeah, yeah. What was that show called?
0: They're all the Highlanders on Amazon, man. It's just, uh, yeah, all there. I'm I'm googling this real quick.
1: Alexandra Google. Paul. Um, I had a huge crush on her because she was on Baywatch, and then later she was on Highlander. And then is she, she a Highlander?
0: On... Hmm? Are they called Highlanders or Immortals? You know, I
1: guess they're called Immortals. You're right. Yeah, because um, he's the he, Highlander. He's the Highlander because there he was can only from, be one. Yeah, he was from there. Yeah. Um, well now I'm not seeing it, so now I'm starting to think maybe she wasn't the Highlander. She wasn't in Highlander. Oh fuck it. Who gives a shit? None yeah. of these matters. We're not talking about the TV show anyway. Um, we're talking about the movie. Now I had seen this movie a handful of times in my life, but this when I watched it, also listeners, just you guys are a little just to be honest, I watched this last week. And then we didn't we couldn't we couldn't make the recording happen, which is why we did RoboCop, (coughs) you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, RoboCop, which was a great episode. And also here's this is ironic. I watched RoboCop last night. Uh, RoboCop. I I was trying to find a way to tweet this, but RoboCop. I was I was talking to Stacey about it. She had not seen RoboCop.
0: Oh, wow.
1: RoboCop is like thin Lizzie, where (laughs) it's both exactly what you think but also way <laughs> fucking better than it ever needs to be. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's like, you're like, oh, I get what RoboCop is. But then you watch it and you're like, holy fuck, this rules. You listen to Then Lizzy, you're like, yeah, I get it. boys are back in town. And then you listen to the boys <laughs> back in town, you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Ah, uh, boy. I wonder if that's the thing I could say on stage or if everybody in Brooklyn would be like, okay, next one, bud. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I... I uh, I, re- I watched it last week and this that was the first time I've ever watched Highlander the movie where it wasn't because we're 13 and at a party right. or it's two in the morning and I'm also playing, you know, like a video uh, game or oh something. Yeah. So I paid attention to every scene and it was very, I, I noticed so many things I never really realized. Um, and uh, I really, yeah, really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's start, let's start at the top, okay? Okay. Okay. Uh, I did not remember that it started with this crazy wrestling scene.
0: Yeah. Also, man, this got apparently the director came from music videos. That's right. Yeah. But uh, th- his work of track shots, like yeah. it's very like proto Michael Bay too. Totally. Totally. Like everything is shot from below. But the shot the, in the re- the opening shot where he's in the yeah. wrestling arena and like the cameras just flying yeah. around. And shit. I was like, like how? It's is like this- a drone. in 1986 it's like an opening drone shot i had to google it because
1: i had no idea i i felt fucked up because i was like i know that this technology didn't exist yet and it looks real yeah and so i i go it's it's in the trivia it says that the opening shot sweeping through the stadium was accomplished using a computerized Mm -hmm. system that held the camera on four wires the system was invented by the inventor of the steadicam garrett brown for that movie it's basically the same system that like nfl games have now yeah oh like, yeah i, I mean totally. an updated version but it's that it's like but it was i was like what is happening the other thing and now I, I, this there's a is-
0: lot like there's a lot of cool shots so you can tell it's from like one of the early inventor like one of the earliest like biggest music video maker yeah like this yeah. guy was doing music videos for like fleetwood mac in 80 so before mtv for like you know and a bunch of other people. So yeah. like the yeah. weird
1: thing about it is that what I, I was trying to, I kept wrestling with this because some of it looks like shit. Like some yeah. of the scenes, like the, like, it looks like the camera wasn't whatever, like white balance or like had like grease on the camera lens or something. Some of it looks like shit. And then it'll cut to the next scene and it looks off. Oh, fucking beautiful and amazing and perfect it's
0: funny how much money this movie lost because it like yeah it it does so many awesome things and it's like like it's a movie a head way ahead of its fucking time and yeah fucking got so much cool shit happening man it's yeah it's really something man um especially watching it now and like most of the special effects are still pretty solid you know yeah the Uh,
1: um well, that's the thing is like, some of it is really great. Like when the first quick, so, so he's watching this wrestling, this wrestling show. And then he notices, uh, he gets the, whatever it is, his Spidey sense that there's another Highlander there. So they go into the garage, which is iconic. This scene is like very, you know, I, yeah. I knew it from top to bottom. And he goes in there and he fights that guy, Amon Faisal. This is, yeah. is the character's name. And it's, I love the the little things that like, Connor uses that fucking samurai sword that we later find out was made by his father-in-law in like BC. Right. And then that other guy, Faisal uses like a fucking, like a, almost like a Spanish fencing type hilt on his sword, you know? Yeah. And then, and they do this big battle and the, the way the quickening happens there, Connor takes his head and that looks good. The quickening that happens at the end looks like crazy. They, it like, looks like I'm out of mortal combat. Yeah, When it's the final quickening, it uh-huh. looks like something insane. It's like, it, it looks like this, it's like as if the same, whatever, like CGI team didn't even work on it, you know? yeah, It's like they had to cut corners by then. But but anyway, so at the top, Connor's wearing that long-ass duster. That was, is cool. I feel like you could pull off a duster. You ever worn one?
0: Yeah, and that's how, you know, I could pull it off because I'm not wearing it anymore. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because,
1: you know, as I like pulled it off. You know was pulled off this Did I pull coaches? off that joke. The, the mafia. Remember those guys? Oh, uh, yeah. Making a mess down there in Colorado. Uh, you know, who
0: also pulled off some trenches. The uh, Gulags.
1: Uh, so, OK, so one of the weirdest things happening, though, in that scene, and I, I wrote about this, but so they're fighting in that garage and it's like very, like, cool. right? Yeah. But the one guy, the other guy, Amon Faisal is his name. He keeps doing backflips for some reason. Like it, it's I, for a minute. I was like, Is well, that I mean, if
0: you an, can,
1: I thought, I thought what was going to happen so was that well, they that was get superpowers.
0: Like after every time you, you kill a guy, you get a little bit more. Like, maybe
1: I think, it, or maybe it's just, he's been alive for 500 years. For, so for a hundred of it, he was like Dick Grayson, just learning how to be in the circus, you know. Yeah, I'm.
0: I'm sure the nerds have completely lured everything out. Yeah. Uh, here, but I got a, I, I get so many questions about. Tell me. About...
1: Let's talk through them. Let's get it. Let's talk, ask me. Maybe I know. I used to write fanfic for Hail
0: well, Islanders. Like Connor got stabbed. Yeah. And he's then he's away. like asleep for a day, and feels he better. heals. It just but, they they heal but, back. But uh, Clancy Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh Kilgore no yeah
1: no 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 uh, uh Krogan wait Krogan Kurgan. Kurgan.
0: Kurgan. by the way awesome fucking bad guy totally like drips eight like can I why tell you Clancy Brown like this in more movies here's what I'll the...
1: tell you that he is though because I like I like obviously I recognized him I didn't recognize his name as Clancy Brown but I knew him so I look him up here he well, is. I'm
0: more familiar with Clancy Brown because I was all over Clancy Brown's career uh while you know after watching this what are you saying oh i was all up in his wikipedias
1: oh okay yeah 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 so it's like i did my research i'm telling the listeners though too okay yeah yeah so mr krabs from spongebob Oh uh he's berg from mandalorian the he's like the the guy that like is in bill burr's team that like looks a little bit like hellboy um savage oppress from clone wars he's the voice of that he's lex Luthor on the justice league animated series. He's in Shawshank Raiden Machine. He plays that shitty guard. Um, and this is interesting. This was the most interesting thing I thought was funny, is in the 1995 Mortal Kombat series, animated series, he voices Raiden, who the Highlander, Connor, Christopher oh Lambert, played God. in the movie. Isn't that crazy?
0: Hell yeah, dude. That's That's wild. shocking.
1: Also, just right off the top, which is funny, is they hired Christopher Lambert, or... Christophe Lambert. I'll say Christopher Lambert because that's what I've heard. Even though yeah. I think it's pronounced Christophe Lambier. French. That's he weird. didn't know how to speak English when they hired him to do this movie. I didn't he know had... he
0: spoke English at all in the movie.
1: <laughs> he has to like learn, and the 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 they kind of chalk this up. It's the same reason why Sean Connery speaks with a Scottish accent, but he's a, he's like Spanish. They he's chalk Egyptian. it up. They are ch- Egyptian. Yeah, they chalk it up to they've been on Earth for so long that their accents are just fucked. But that's just a thing you make up when your main actor can't fucking talk. Yeah. Uh, but it, but it, like you can tell that they're like phonetically explaining to him how to say these sentences and stuff.
0: Yeah. Also, Christopher Lambert can pull off a badass stare. There's a oh, couple yeah. moments where he just looks like a badass.
1: Yeah, he's great. He's really yeah. good at this.
0: Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, totally.
1: And he committed. Like he's in the series top to bottom. Like he he's in the he plays himself yeah. in the series in the anime or in the television series a few times. He's, he's
0: just really great in yeah. his it, it's no fucking wonder because he's just great in his titular role.
1: Yeah. When the uh, um when the quickening happens there in the in the garage when they're fighting, I thought it was funny mm-hmm. that the quickening so listeners, the quickening is when you uh, you slap off the bad guy's head, another if you don't know what's happening in the Highlander, I think you should probably go Wikipedia at first and then listen to this episode. Yeah. But basically, they're immortals, okay? that We call it the Highlander because Connor is from the Highlands of Scotland. Uh, he got his head cut off, and you find out he came back to life, and then his family, that's all later on in the story. But, but basically, they're immortals, and then they battle each other with swords, and then the one that wins cuts off the other one's head, and then they take their power, and the goal is to be the last immortal. Yeah, because then you get all the power, the and all the knowledge, the prize. Um, and so when he he slices off this dude's head in the parking lot, the quickening, which is what it's called when you do that, when you get their power is so strong that hubcaps start popping off cars. The cars all start and start like dr- like low ridering, you know, Yeah, uh, it unwraps a hose and the hose just starts going all over the place. <laughs> like that's how strong this power is. Pretty exciting. Uh, it's crazy. And then so right after that, I wrote, This movie is better than Braveheart.
0: Oh, 100 percent 100 percent Yeah,
1: yeah. I got um, everything
0: I want wanted from Braveheart.
1: And it does a good job of jumping back and forth through time. So we see all this happening in modern day. It's like 1986 yeah. or whatever. And then it cuts way back into the, the highlands, back, wish, you know, hundreds of years.
0: I kinda yeah, I, I really like that the best when we're uh, jumping or time jumping. Yeah, it's fun. The first for the first two acts, it rules. So, like, anytime Sean Connery is in the movie... Yeah. I'm like, yeah.
1: Yeah, Sean Connery. Uh, we, uh, we go back to Scotland, and we find that he's, like, a member of this small clan called the Clan M- the McLeods, and they're going to battle against this other clan, and the other clan, fucking... The bad guy, Kurgan, is... Kurgan. They're, they're called the Kurgans. I don't know if that's supposed to be their last name, but it's, a, it's one of those things where, like, He's not a highland, he's he's not a highlander, he's McLeod. Yeah. You know, Kurgan is a thing, but then later it becomes his name.
0: Some old Russian dude from yeah. 900 BC.
1: And he realizes that he understands. I don't know how this they don't really explain this, but he must know that Connor is going to be a Highlander, even though he's not yet. He's just a regular person at this point. He's a mortal, a mortal. And then they they go their their clans go to battle, but no one will touch Connor. Nobody and he has a funny line where he goes. Uh, nobody will fight me, which is funny with his fucked up accent. It's yeah. just like nobody will fight me, and because because the Kurgan said to save him for him, and he's wearing like a skull, a weird skeleton hat and shit. Yeah,
0: he he's, he looks pretty badass.
1: Yeah, and so then he takes Connor's head. Connor's dead on the battlefield. They have a little funeral. Connor's wife is really sad. And well, he, he doesn't comes, take his head. He doesn't he's take just, his head. He kills him. You're right. You're right. He you're stabs right. him.
0: Stabs. Runs him through.
1: And then he comes back, and Connor's like, "Hey, doesn't this kick ass? I, John Snowed. And everybody else is like, "No, this is bad." Yeah, and his wife They're calling is like, him the
0: devil. His yeah. wife turns on him immediately. Where she it's sucks. Like, she sucks he- so bad. Yeah, in my head too, I'm like, "Yo, that's what—that's a Jesus thing." Yeah, what wrote, he did was was Jesus's gig, not the devil.
1: I wrote, uh, "Connor's girlfriend Kate is a fucking jerk." Yeah. Uh, oh, this is an interesting thing I learned. I learned about Christopher Lambert was that. He's French. He was born in, or, you know, he's from France, but he was born in Great Neck, New York. That's in Long Island because his parents uh, were French diplomats who were at the UN. Mm. So he's uh, you know, rich, all, you know, fucking one yeah. presenter. But I thought that was interesting that he's born when I literally, because if you go to his Wikipedia, it says he was born in New York. I'm like, that motherfucker is not from New York.
0: <laughs> well, what, what is this something Christopher Lambert Reynolds?
1: I mean, it's definitely something. Oof. Christopher Lambert with a mustache, and you post it on Instagram, say <laughs> yeah. Christopher Lambert mustache. Uh huh. Uh. So I wrote Connor's girlfriend's a fucking jerk because in that scene she's like he's a Satan, and then it shows them all beating the fuck out of him to kill him, and I'm like, okay, all of his friends are fucking
0: jerks. Yeah, they're throwing rocks at him. Yeah, it's and then a mob, it's a mom mentality, you know.
1: And they're all Catholic or some form of Catholic, but they wouldn't they be wouldn't they think the resurrection rules like it's, that's where
0: I was. They wanted yeah. to burn him. That would have sucked.
1: Yeah. What He's if this was like, what if Jesus was there? If this was Jesus's buddies, would they have pulled the same shit?
0: Yeah. Well, I just think it's funny that they were like, burn them. Yeah. Burn that, the Highlander. That'd
1: be and a funny. It'd it, it, it like just a,
0: suck. He'd just be like, guys, come on.
1: That'd be I'm a funny one. movie of when Jesus comes back from the, you know, three days later and he walks back in and all the disciples like, no, kill him. <laughs> Mary's like, kill the motherfucker.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh uh okay and then they cut back to the future Uh uh-oh and uh and now you're listening to the back to the
0: future episode from 2017
1: yeah uh they cut back i think
0: most of the present day stuff like uh him and the chick is where i think the movie kind of drags a little and the cop
1: yeah well that's it's it's like they have too many storylines happening yeah but some of them are kind of needed some of them are not but right I think Connor's apartment rules because you see all of his like his apartment
0: fucking rocks.
1: All of the collection stuff, and that was a thing yeah. they used in the Highlander and anim- in the the television program too. Duncan McLeod who's well, his I, nephew, yeah. had all of this cool stuff too.
0: Her slowly finding out stuff about him mm-hmm. is good too.
1: It is. It's just I feel like they could like they didn't know what they were doing when they were making this, but like I feel like they if they like I'm oh not, yeah I'm not is, pro- is re- that Henry
0: Cavill reboot supposed to be happening Ooh, i don't know but i feel like they could reboot this story
1: really well oh yeah and it could hit the ground running um and still respect the other ones you know like it doesn't have to be like a you know it doesn't have to like negate everything you know mm-hmm. um i don't know i don't know about that but a henry cavell would be a good connor i think um he's a great actor and i really like him and everything he's done even i like him even as superman even though i don't love those movies oh yeah um
0: he's a great looking guy
1: yeah um, honestly, I like him as Superman in theory, but I don't think he play. I don't think his Superman is a good Superman. That doesn't matter. We're not talking about that. Um, Connor. Okay. So then they cut back. They, you see Connor's apartment and he looks at some shit and then you see that he wanders out and he's back at yeah, great, yeah. He wanders back to the, um, it's he, after he was kicked out by his clan, he meets that girl who Heather, who yeah. is so much cooler than Kate, Heather rules. And they fall in love and they live in this old castle and they fuck um and then they meet sean connery who just shows up who has got a very thick scottish accent a very spanish name and he's <laughs> egyptian from like the early days
0: yeah great outfit too.
1: um yeah and he's yeah. like a real pomp pomp or what's the word uh not he's pompous, there like-
0: to make it uh be obi-wan yeah and make this movie rule because yeah. like anytime sean connery is on the screen in this movie, it's just like, yep. This he world. is one. I want more of this.
1: He's playing Juan Sanchez Ramirez, born in 896 BC in Egypt. Uh, he met McLeod in... 50, so this is 1541 when they meet. Uh, and he's 2,437 years old at that so point. So how do they
0: age? Why has he got gray hair if they're immortal?
1: Because... So what but, happens but is...
0: Keurig does...
1: You age until you take the <laughs> I can't the first stop calling him Keurig. You, uh, you age until you first take somebody's head. So if you are turned, if you are killed when you're 16, but then you don't cut somebody's right. head off and have the first quickening until you're 30, you age at 30. So, you know, does that make sense? Yeah. So you're immortal all that time, but you don't, you don't stop aging until you take somebody's quickening. So he was probably killed. He could have been killed when he was 30, didn't take somebody's head till he was 50. And they cut it off and then he's 50 for the rest of his life. Okay. Which is kind of good science because that's better than like interview yeah. with a vampire where Kristen Dunst is just like a fucking nine-year-old her whole life.
0: And then somebody can also like just die, age out because they never took somebody's head off.
1: I think maybe, yeah, we never thought of that. I bet you that's in the stories somewhere. That's in lore somewhere. Um, but mm-hmm. there are also, there's like um, in the television series, there's a guy who's a preacher who's a who never took a head. But he didn't egg out so maybe they've got rid of that science, but that's the science I read on like a high. What if they did this? Site. But
0: everybody had to give each other head, and that's oh, how that'd I be they... fun. Instead of that's instead of slicing innate. off your head, it's you have yeah. to suck a dick. That's cool. uh-huh. They're uh, just showing up, and it's like McLeod. The light,
1: they're like, right when they come, the lightning's going yeah. everywhere, and all the hubcaps are flying off the cars and shit. Uh
0: this is sacred
1: ground. I will not suck your cock Uh, okay. So then when when Ramirez shows up, he's kind of explaining to Connor, here's mm-hmm. the, here's the deal, bud, you're an immortal. And he gives him his sword. Now, the sword he has is Juan Sanchez Ramirez was married uh, to this woman in Japan, uh, Mm Sakiko. And her her father was Masumun, who was a swordsman, who who made swords. And that's a real thing from history. It is. That Masumun guy really made all these great swords. And so then he passed that sword down to um connor and that's the sword connor carries still uh con to prove that he's now immoral because con connor doesn't understand he takes him out to drown and
0: uh that's a funny scene
1: when he says this cannot be and then all the fish flop out of his fucking
0: pants yeah it's and so I-, I like when he's underground and he's like uh do- talking out loud or when he's underwater yeah talking out loud and he's like i can breathe <laughs>
1: uh, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> so weird yeah uh, i see that uh here kurt russell was originally cast as Connor mcleod but pulled out uh so he could do big trouble in little china instead uh we'll
0: take we'll take that yeah
1: we'll i feel like that i do think kurt, kurt russell that era kurt russell would have made a great this movie would have been great with him but i think big trouble in little china is great so fuck it
0: also christopher lambert's great and yeah. kurt russell would have never come back to do other stuff and we might not have had as much stuff, Highlander. I mean, yeah. you know, um, it all yeah. worked out in the end. Now, this is the only Highlander movie, though, or media thing that is canon. Say that again? This is the only one that's canon, though.
1: Because it was produced by the company, Canon? Yeah. Okay. huh. You get it. I get it. Uh, right,
0: right before they went out. This was probably one of their last movies, too, because He-Man... Mm-hmm. Master of the Universe last, is what last did. movies, and it was like around the same times. And this thing kind of bombed. I mean, uh, it's yeah. a huge cult classic, but like, yeah, you, but it bombed at the time, made like 12 million, it, which is like a third of its budget. Yeah, you know, I had a queen, mm-hmm. queen's not cheap, no, not at all. John Con
1: James Sean Bond's Connery, not cheap for like two weeks. Sean Connery's on set being an asshole, being yeah. drunk and and, and like directing butts. everybody. Yeah, um. Here, this is a Here's a personal connection to this movie that I have. This is fun. Uh, most of the extras in all the Scotland scenes uh, are uh, they're students from Glasgow University. Oh, they yeah. like went and got students and were like, do you guys want to be in a movie? And Glasgow University is where the, there's a comedy club on campus or like right off campus called The Stand. And that was the first place, the first stand-up comedy club I ever went to was there at Glasgow University in Scotland. Nice. Very very fun, and it's exactly <laughs> yeah. the same. Did shit. you get your?
0: Did you get your two hundred bucks? Huh?
1: No, no, I wasn't an extra in the film.
0: Oh no, I, I was talking about when you passed Glasgow.
1: Oh sure, yeah, I got my two hundred bucks. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the uh,
0: monopoly joke.
1: I did watch Highlander though before I went to Scotland that first time in like 2005 because nice. I was like, I want to get into it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I really, it was a bummer. We never went up to the Highlands. We just stayed low. Um, Oh, it was so fucking awesome i think that's cool glasgow university you smoke some weed up there no but i will next in the time highlands? I, go. I will next time i go also oh, yeah, you're a big pothead now right uh, i might i'm whatever not
0: i, I heard just... you're doing drugs who said that oh you must have been doing a bit on the internet no About acid or mushrooms
1: oh yeah that one, I, I definitely wasn't doing acid or mushrooms oh, no. i'll eat edibles that i bought in la two years ago but Hell i'm not yeah. gonna I don't know when I did a bit that said I was doing acid or mushrooms. Uh, I'd love some fucking morels, though. God damn. Listeners, if you got morel mushrooms in the freezer, mail them to me. Not dried. I want fucking regular morel mushrooms. Mail them to me. I'll, I'll Venmo you. Uh, Let's see. The Kurgan. Uh, that's not his name. I think Curig. It's Keurig. I, Keurig. I decided that Clancy Brown is Arnold Schwarzenegger if he could speak. Oh, in yeah. This, this movie, I think it would have been very easy for Clancy Brown to become Kurgan, a major
0: star. I just like fucking bad guys that are just bad. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes you want like different, but he's just a good 80s bad guy. Yep, Fucking that's evil the whole time. Wears yep. black? Revels gets in being more
1: bad. and more evil as the he's, thing goes he's on. He's a lot of
0: fun in the church. Yeah. Yeah. When he's like full gone and he's yeah. just like fucking with everybody there and enjoying being a bad guy.
1: I don't know where we're at in the, my notes right here. So I don't remember if this is uh, when he I think this is bef- this is before he atta- before he goes after Juan Sanchez. But he tells somebody tonight you sleep in hell yeah. and he cuts their head off. And I'm like, boy, that'd be a scary thing to hear from that. man.
0: I'm glad candy. Uh, nothing bad happened to her.
1: Which one's Candy?
0: The uh, prostitute that showed up at his door in the middle of the night. Oh yeah, and she just pops up. And Does he kill her? Candy. Uh, no, because there's a part where they out the, later. The where... hotel guys
1: like I heard Candy said you like it weird or something. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Nice that he didn't murder that sex worker. He didn't uh-huh.
0: murder a lot of people. the The weird Vietnam guy survived. You're right. All right. After getting some impaled of the- and yeah. lifted up by oh, a yeah. giant sword he didn't kill heather mcleod you know nope.
1: uh, there's a part where the cops are the so the the other storyline in this is that the the cops are seeing all these beheadings happening yeah and because they it's can't getting figure it out it's getting close to the prize it's getting like all of the uh a lot of the immortals are gone so now they're all like kind of converging on new york city uh-huh and uh to where they're all converging long to island city own. long island city right there by the creek uh fucking literally i that's what in later the end battle in this is under yeah. that big silver whatever sign silver cup studios albert and i used to have a podcast and there's a park right there and we recorded a podcast with hannah yeah. boone like l- under that sign one time
0: yeah it's crazy it's crazy queen does a music video on it
1: that's uh, so weird um uh the cops when they go so the other storyline is the cops are trying to track down who's beheading all these people. They think it's Connor, but they don't have a lot of proof. Um, And but there's a part where they're at the the police station and they're eating Doritos out of the old school bag. Yeah, I saw that. Uh Uh-huh. Boy, that made me hungry for some Doritos. Uh,
0: Yeah, but, uh, you know, you can't can't buy Doritos at the moment.
1: No, you can. But they're, you know, oh, no, right now you can't because they're fucking hate crime. Yeah. Um, And then it does an interesting thing where this movie those, doesn't those do this. Those free
0: delay workers are really in a crunch.
1: <laughs> they did a um. They transitioned to World War Two scene. Yeah, but when they do that, the way the screen the screen like breaks, it's that like was a, cool. It is, but it's Lightning, like they don't yeah. do that transition. Like Star Wars is known for all these weird
0: wipes, wipes and weird transitions. It started getting weird. It started getting ambitious in its wipes in the second half. Yeah, it's There's like, one wipe where. It's a count. It's like a desk. Yeah. On a track shot. Like the, the edge of a desk mm-hmm. is the previous scene and it kind of like then tracks out.
1: It does. And- it feels like they, like our podcast, right? Back in the day when we started and right now, kind of, it was started off one way and then it just gradually got better as we got better at doing it. That's how yeah. this feels like. It feels like they were lit- They were shooting and making the movie linearly <laughs> Yeah. And so, like, as it gets bigger, they're like, Well, we could do this now. We couldn't
0: have done this in Their the first There's a really act. good example of that. Uh, I made this dumb Man O' War or no, it was Stan Bush punch out video. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
0: I don't know if you've seen it. I think I remember that. I remember my, that. You can see the editing, yeah, just get better and better. Uh, as uh, because I shot it linearly, linear,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah that's how that's how my end of
0: it the editing is way better than the beginning
1: well that's how my when i was doing last summer during the pandemic during the like may when i was doing those fake chat videos when i would share them with people i would always tell people yeah like start at like the 15th one watch the end, then go back and watch the beginning because if you start at the beginning i didn't know exactly what i was doing yet what are you you doing there
0: you got something in a bag (laughs)
1: No, man, I'll show you. You don't thing. have
0: like a prop you're trying to pull out.
1: It has nothing to do with the podcast or with.
0: Are uh, there World Highlander action figures?
1: Buddy, if there are i a Mortarment on eBay tonight, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm
0: sure there's got to be like high end. They did an anim- figures.
1: They did an animated series, so they got to have them. Yeah. You know what was a big deal back in the day with the TV series? Um, my Uncle Dickie was like loved. he he would always buy like he had those cool like knife magazines and sword magazines oh yeah and the highlander sword like a like your own version of the highlander sword i always wanted to buy that because i had a samurai sword but i didn't have one as cool as his yeah um just so you know what i was doing Reem, was i was uh wrapping my foot in uh plumber's tape because i was playing with the plumber's tape and i was bored oh Um, i know my foot's fine just was looking for something to do didn't know i was gonna pull focus Mm-hmm. uh but obviously it would because I i'm think just it'd be sitting funny here, here for it, like
0: plumbers tape was like a plumber like trying to like get a job i was like uh yeah here's my tape you yeah. can see uh, uh, me uh, running the 40 up to your toilet
1: wme uh, i'm auditioning yeah. for the role of plumber <laughs> i can take care of that
0: you got the mustache for it
1: i could be a good boy pl- i got like a You're real- wearing
0: a fucking mario shirt i am I right got like now
1: a- <laughs> i got like a real Palmer thing happened i'm really loving my my acceptance of that i look like sipowitz from nypd blue <laughs> uh i think that's fun i'm trying to get confident with being bald and it's really hard
0: so uh-huh
1: i'm just trying to figure all that out yeah uh, brother
0: i i just got a receding hairline and it fucking bums me the yeah, shit out yeah and i think about it more than anybody else does
1: yeah i do too and then i think about it that's what i always tell myself i think Actually- about more than anybody else and then
0: somebody will be like, hey, I didn't know how bald you were. And I'm like, well, you don't need to say that to my You know why face. my forehead's getting so big? I got a ream seeding hairline. Oh, fuck. Five head. Five head. You know, I used, to make, know, I used to make fun of Peyton Manning. And now mm-hmm. here I am. That's fucking karma for you.
1: Yep. Uh, okay. So where are we at? Transit. They go to the war. What's the World War II element? I have not just know, it that's, fucking all,
0: all it is, is the backstory about where he got his secretary daughter. Oh, yeah. That's creepy. <laughs> daughter secretary. Rachel or Rebecca or whatever. Rachel. Yeah. Well, no, um, it's just like the one human he can trust. Yeah. So she just kind of like, you know, it's a needed character. He, but he but saved I, her life and then I think uh, it should have
1: been. I wish it would have been a god. I wish it was a instead of Rachel, I wish it was like Ricky or Robert, because there's this weird element of like she's kind of in love with him, you know, when they were, you know, I didn't,
0: I didn't get that. Maybe but... I
1: maybe I misinterpreted it. Maybe I just was inferring because I thought it was weird. But yeah, so that's what happens in World War Two. He finds her, saves her life. And then in the present day, she's like an old woman that like is his secretary and helps him like do research and stuff.
0: She's not that old. Jeez, man. Well, like my well, you're age. right.
1: She probably is. She's probably like 40. <laughs> and, um, Christ, man. Uh, oh, and this is here's some fun stuff. The actress who played Rachel uh, had an eye removed because of a cancerous tumor on her face in 2003. And then she uh, sadly died from that eye cancer in 2005.
0: My dad had eye cancer.
1: Do you think she had a, do you think for that brief period before she died, she had the Iowa Hawkeye eyeball, just like your dad? <laughs> Turns Probably. out she's she's from Altoona. We just didn't know it. Man. We um,
0: really love dragging shit down today. Don't we? Hey, I love dragging shit off.
1: down. I love dragons killing sheep.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's John Snow, you know, yeah. he's riding the dragon and it poops he's like yeah. dragging shit down. Sorry oh, about that. Fun. Sorry.
1: Uh, Sometimes, I wrote here, sometimes Christopher Lambert like sounds uh-huh. like uh, the guy from The Room. He's like, oh, hi. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. hi, Rachel. <laughs> like but Sometimes he has that the accent. The fun
0: thing is they can fucking it, lure it away. Yeah, He talks funny because he's really old, knows yeah. all these different languages. And...
1: Can I pitch you an idea? Mm-hmm. Here it is. The song Who Wants to Live Forever, right? by Queen. So good. Who wants to live forever? Imagine that being done as a cover by Zack Attack from Saved by the Bell. <laughs> right? That That's fun. That's good. Okay. AC on keyboards. Yeah. All of them harmonizing. Who wants to live forever? You know? That'd be great. Um, okay, where else we got? Uh, okay, so then it cuts back to the 1500s, and his wife that he lives in the castle with is... Uh, she dies at the ripe old age of 44. <laughs> She's got, like, fake gray hair and stuff. She was she, 44? Like, I don't know, but she, like...
0: Oh, yeah. They
1: took a, a 20-year-old actress and tried to make her look old, but she still okay. looks like yeah. our age.
0: Yeah, that's what you meant by that. Yeah. But, yeah, that was very funny.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, um, forgot yeah. the
0: scene where uh, Kurgan... Yeah. ...shows up and oh, kills right. off Sean Connery. Sean Connery's character. That scene's pretty badass because... The quickening is making the castle just yeah. like crumble everywhere yeah. around them. So by the time they're at the end, it's like they're on a staircase to nowhere. Yeah. And every, like, a lot of the like back mat mm-hmm. uh, paintings and stuff. And yeah. Shit in this movie, just fucking rule. It's well, just-
1: and they did shoot all of, like, most of this in Scotland, like on location yeah. and stuff. So a lot of that is just actually what it looks like. And totally. it's still stuck in time there because. Fortunately. They don't have like, exposure like we do here.
0: Outside of the final battle, the sword fights are pretty meh. Yeah. You know, there's a couple of quick shots, you know, and Lambert's pretty badass in a lot of it. But uh, until you can get two stuntmen in a studio and shoot them 30 feet away, the uh, the sword fighting is a little... It, yeah. It, 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 it's great storytelling-wise. But yeah. uh, the act like the technical aspects don't really kick in until that final one. Yeah. And that's really apparent in the Sean Connery versus uh, Keurig on a staircase. Yeah.
1: that uh, Kurgan. Kurgan. There's a so then. OK, so then that happens a little earlier in the movie. Heather dies of old age. She tells yeah. him to light a candle for her every once in a while. And he's like, mm-hmm. I'll love you forever. And it's really sad. Now there's this whole other B plot happening where there's a like, is she a reporter or a police cop? Both. She's, she's a, a cop. His, she's a cop. She studies history.
0: And she wrote a book uh, about uh, ancient swords. Yeah. So they're, you know,
1: it's like, she's like the exact person that would be involved in this. Um, <laughs> and Connor's got her book and she found in that original fight in the garage, she found like a piece of steel that says the sword that was used was from like the fort, like the 1200s. But nobody knows that any of those swords exist. So she's like, she's a she's a cop, but she's not trying to arrest Connor. She's trying to just understand the she tries yeah. to get it. Um
0: she wants a sword.
1: Yeah. And so then, but that's whatever. Who that story
0: is kind of a bump, kind of a nothing. But then she does give a lot of uh like her conversation with the computer guy mm-hmm. that uh, after they find out like uh his. Alias is a dead person, you know? Yeah. So you kind of, and then you eventually find out that he's been fixing the books essentially to yeah. die he would every take, like 80 years and then reinherit he, his, like, the, yeah.
1: He gets babies. He get he finds babies that were de- killed or de- died at birth and takes over their, um what do you call it? Identity. Identity and birth certificates and stuff like that. And he always uses the same names and stuff. Um, and, uh, Okay, so then we're back. Okay, so in the in the current time, there's a part where he, there's just such a weird, this is such a weird, like, series of events where he walks up and he's like, oh, Castiajur, who's this dude, this other immortal, and he's and he's like, uh, they do that Han Solo Lando thing where it looks yeah. like they're going to fight because he can tell there's a Highlander around because they're uh, immortal around because of the, the spider sense. And then they do that Uh, Hey, buddy, I like you. But you think they're going to, you know, fight?
0: I wanted like more of this.
1: Well, exactly. And then they talk and he's like, they're they're talking on a bridge and he's in like Central Park. And he's like, I don't think I've seen you since that duel uh, with the the count, which was like in the 1800s. At
0: Boston Commons.
1: And then they just fucking basically do a kids in the hall sketch for (laughs) seven minutes of drunk Connor having yeah. a duel with a guy with a sword and then he kicks against this and then the guy that he's dueling is like some rich aristocrat guy and his like assistant is like gay and kisses him and they love him and then it ends with Connor beating him and the his assistant's telling him to shoot him but he doesn't no, Connor want to. never
0: even beats him he just, he walks... just keeps getting stabbed yeah and, and not dying it off oh you're right the guy's, yeah the guy's impaling Connor with the sword over and over and Connor's <laughs> drunk and which... drunk and immortal. I don't know how you can get drunk, but you know, uh, Hey, who knows? You know, I don't need no plot hole, you know. Yeah. I'm not that guy.
1: Let yeah, anal sunshine when I'm don't.
0: But he just keeps getting stabbed over and over. Yeah. The guy thinks he's winning this duel, but he's not and he dying. He has to stab him again. And, and I think keeps... it's
1: because Connor might have slept with his wife or something.
0: No, oh, she called he insulted
1: his wife. Or he saw insulted his wife. That's right. Yeah. But it's just so corny and weird, and then it it ends with. He, the the, the aristocrat, Connor walks limps away and he's like, yeah. okay, see you guys. And then the the aristocrat, his assistant shoots his assistant. Yeah, who they the obviously back. have like a gay relationship. He just kills him. And it's like, what is happening? Okay. And then you are like, oh, okay, this is interesting. So Castigar is going to be like a guy that helps him with Kurgan and then no, the next scene, boom. Castigar is killed. Also, Castigar, that guy who he sees on the bridge, who's like, I haven't seen you since then. He's not in that scene. Like, he's not in yeah. that... He's not there.
0: <laughs>
1: so, like, I guess maybe they saw each other later that night or earlier that day, but, like, <laughs> that guy, he serves no purpose. That's it could have just been, like, him killing anybody. It's just giving us a connection to Connor, I guess, because in the next scene, Keurig kills him. Yeah. Uh,
0: and the and Vietnam... I, the Vietnam uh, guy shows sees up yeah. and machine guns Keurig. Yeah. And uh, gets impaled for his troubles. Yeah. Or it's like, just chill, bro. Why are you, uh... Yeah. After watching Adventures in Babysitting and Summer
1: uh, uh, Summer School, this is where I put in the thing. This movie could really use someone
0: wearing an Eat the Rich shirt. It could use a nice little edit, like you uh, twenty take twenty minutes off of this movie. Mm-hmm. Get it? Uh, you call it the quickening cut, you know? None
1: of the cop shit matters. Not really. I feel like Other Hill than Street, just Hill the cop Blues was big, so they're like, okay, we'll put a bunch of. Detectives. Everything the
0: cops did, they could have just fixed with like uh, uh a little dialogue, yeah. A
1: TV news report that says cops are looking for beheadings, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, also they, do,
0: they give a little exposition to uh, Connor, like I said, yeah. like that other scene.
1: Yeah, where- cops also give uh use some homophobic slurs that you're like, yeah, they just put the movie. Yeah,
0: Officer Garfield, yeah, real yeah. asshole,
1: real piece of shit. Um uh there's a part where the cops are talking and they said, did you read what it says in here? And they go, you know, cops can't read. It's like, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Um, Kurgan is a fucking weirdo. His whole it's, Oh, he gives that speech. It's better to uh, burn out than fade away. And that's a Neil Young lyric. Yeah. But that's also quoted in Kurt Cobain's suicide note. So then I was like, do you think Kurt Cobain, Kurt Cobain watched, watched Highlander, Highlander watched? right before oh, he yeah, killed dude. himself? You know, uh-huh. um, uh, Oh, here's a fun thing. So this puts you okay. So this is just another one of the fun connections for Patrick. I'm watching this is when I watched this movie last week. I'm watching the movie about Connor McCloud. And at right now this moment, Connor McGregor just got his fucking leg broke fighting some guy in a UFC battle. So that's what was happening. I was on Twitter. I got a notification on Twitter right then, you know. Oh, yeah. That's fun. You think Conor McGregor's an, an immortal? Conor McGregor lost that's his why, lega. That's why he loses all the time now? Now you he like, can make cares? a limerick.
0: There once was a man named McGregor who got, a fought, got in a fight and lost his McGregor. Uh He really turned out to be a cracker. I don't know. That's what I got.
1: He's covered in tats. I want to hit him with a bat. <laughs> uh, he should go back where he came from.
0: Also, I, I loved when he was a quarterback for the Buccaneers. But other than that, he sucks.
1: Connor McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. And then this is where we're getting towards the end. So now it's now down to just... What are you doing? Did you find out a way to zoom in somehow?
0: Yeah, I moved the TV tray that the computer's on.
1: Oh, I thought you were doing it, like, electronically. It looked
0: very, no. like... Mm, well, it looked like you were doing... That's it my tracking shot.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. It looked really good. Is this tracking? Is that on wheels or
0: something? No, it's on a TV tray.
1: Yeah, but is the TV tray on wheels?
0: Uh-uh. It's just on legs.
1: Yeah, that looks very much like you're doing it like uh, on computer. See, if you were to sit like that, and I sat here, we could put these videos up. Not well, today.
0: Yeah, we'll work on it. We'll I don't want to that.
1: edit it. We need a producer uh okay so the now that's wrapping up now that uh he kills that other dude and uh what's his name the guy from he kills castiger and now the only two left are Co- are connor and kurgan Keurig. Yeah, Kurgan. The, the only two immortals left and so yeah, which they, is
0: good because they get that scene in the church together yeah where they get to talk a little bit
1: and the church is uh hollow ground so they don't uh nobody they never kill each other in churches yeah um, and they they talk and then they they meet up at the that's when they go to Long Island City you know they go to the creek yeah they go to the Sweetwater or whatever it's called the coffee shop uh, and then they go meet up at the Silver Cup Studios sign and they fight and it's a cool battle
0: I think oh yeah it's the best fight scene in the movie for sure because yeah. like I said they half of it they're fighting in a uh, dang old big studio yeah where they can where they can bring in the stuntman and do wide shots yeah in, yeah. The, in the dark you know
1: i, I want to look up while we're talking silver cup studios i want to see what's been shot there i wonder if there's anything like interesting it's a pretty the castle, big long
0: sword, sword fight too when they're fighting on the sign
1: the castle that they shoot at that where um connor and uh, heather live that castle's been in like a million fucking movies and tv shows oh yeah i bet It's like it's in Scotland. It's very famous. Um, Oh, wow. Here we go. I'm going to tell you about the things that were shot in that studio. Ready?
0: Well, it's the TV studio for like decades.
1: Yeah. Sex in the City. The Sopranos. 30 Rock. uh, Big Daddy was shot in there. The Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. Uh, Highlander, the movie, was shot in there. That's what. So at that point, they were just fucked. They're like, I don't know. Let's just go upstairs, you know? (laughs) Okay, grab the camera and take it upstairs. Let's finish this fucking movie. Um, that's cool. Yeah, a lot of good shows there. Uh Little Nikki, a lot of Adam Sandler stuff. And then currently that TV show manifest is still being shot in there. So oh. there you go. Uh the okay, so my notes wrap up pretty much right there. He cuts his
0: fucking head off.
1: The crazy it's a good shot starts. too, because yeah.
0: it's uh you're not sure if he cut his head it off. It does that like he, Darth he makes Maul, Maul he, Darth Maul thing yeah he like yeah exactly so that that's a good way to kill off keurig
1: yeah my last note from the movie is kurgan's head popping off and then the quicken going going off that's good filmmaking yeah
0: man yeah. another queen song and you're good to go yep. man that's yeah what is the last Highlander. one is the
1: last one don't lose your head don't lose your head i'm not sure i don't I'd have remember. to look it
0: up but uh, um
1: but yeah and then it is and it's great and so then at the like, do you think when they made this, they were intending this just to be a one thing? Oh,
0: yeah. hundred percent.
1: Because now we don't, we're not going into it. We're just talking about this one, but just, we have to, dis- we have to at least acknowledge it. Like, so then the sequel happens. Highlander two, a couple years later, because this was a bomb, but then the, it did so well on VHS that they're like, okay, well that warrants a sequel. And then the sequel is space related. Can you tell me a little bit about that or?
0: Uh, uh, not really, but apparently it, they retcon most everything Sean Connery is alive now and he can get summoned whenever Duncan needs him. They're all, all Highlanders are an alien race from another planet. And like, they just really, it's like I said, it's famous for being one of the worst sequels of all time. And I think uh, part three and everything else pretty much retcon it. It's like,
1: it's the, there was some weird note about how like Highlander is the only series where, the first three movies in the, in the series retcon each other. So like Highlander one happens. Then Highlander two says none of that happened. And then Highlander three says, okay, none of that happened. I think Highlander three is connected to Highlander one, but I don't know how. Yeah. But that's why I, when I rewatch this, I know it's stupid, but I didn't even realize Sean Connery was in the first one. I was thinking he was only in Highlander two. Um, and Highlander 2 has a lot of interesting stuff in it. It has Virginia Madsen. She's great. It has fucking Dr. Cox's in it. He's great.
0: Yeah, the guy who wrote it, it's got a pretty decent uh History. imagination too. He did uh Prophecy.
1: Oh yeah. Which I
0: thought was a pretty cool like John... story. Like, yeah.
1: Or uh, Gabriel no Gabriel
0: what... the Angel with uh Christopher, Christopher, Walken,
1: Christopher Walken coming Walken.
0: down and like killing people.
1: What but... I think is so weird about this is Highlander two is it's the same director. Yeah. So you like it would you would think he'd be like, oh, no, well, that didn't happen in the first. Like, it would make sense if they brought in a different director who was like, I don't give a fuck about that first one, but it's the same guy. You would think that well, uh, maybe they
0: just thought they add something and they were trying to make it for new people to like come in. Who knows?
1: But, yeah. Uh, um, In that wait, case, then it's maybe, really fucked up, yeah. too,
0: because there's such good like lore yeah. built in the first movie. Why would you fuck with it?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like they, they built such a cool world
1: I think it makes sense though because they need to acknowledge that the like as good as the lore is in the first one, it's not a good jump off to a system because it ends with them killing them. There's only one left. Right, so you need to yeah. have that open. And so maybe that's what Highlander Three does. I'm looking up Highlander yeah, three now. That
0: one is a magician. They bring magic into it. Yeah. And somebody tricked them into thinking that he won the prize. But yeah, there's more after and, that.
1: and Highlander three comes out in ninety-five. So the series was already on. So all of the like, it, you know, heart, the, the like, what do you call it? Oh, and that's yeah. Mario Van Peebles is in that one. That one's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Highlander 4 is Endgame, uh, which is the sequel to uh, Infinity War.
0: Mm-hmm. That, that's the one that brings in Adrian Paul.
1: And that's right. It brings in Duncan, who I love Duncan. I think he's great. And then they did the source, Highlander, the source in 2007, which is only Adrian Paul. And then Highlander, The Search of Vengeance in 2007, which is a anime um, that doesn't that deals with other characters, side characters. Um, oh, Highlander, the Raven. That's the series I was talking about. Uh, that was the spinoff of the Highlander series. I liked I, it. That's wasn't so Alexander Highlander Paul. Highlander, the Raven. It wasn't Alexander Paul. It was a lady named Elizabeth Grayson. Huh. Interesting. Huh. Interesting. Uh, but yeah. So that's that's this movie. Maybe some other day we'll do one of the others. I I don't know. I don't feel Probably like not. it. Maybe we could do the series someday, maybe. The series, or would you do you have interest in watching the series top sure. to bottom? But it boy, feels my, good. It it's yeah. like a, but here's the deal. I think I put Highlander the series with Renegade because they used to be on back to back on USA take USA. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Lafemme Nikita.
1: Yeah. And I've rewatched a couple episodes of Renegade in the last year. And it's very bad. So maybe Highlander the series is very bad. I don't know. You know? Mm-hmm. I know my mom got crazy into Highlander the series, which I thought was funny. Like, my mom got really into... She would... Once TiVo happened, she would tape shows and then watch them at night. And so, like, shows that were airing during the day. So we, she would got into Highlander, Charmed, Angel but not Buffy. I don't think my mom ever watched Buffy, but she'd watch Angel. And so, like, I remember it was really funny, like, when I was in high school. So this was after Highlander was over, basically. And after I had already watched it all, I'd be in high school, and my mom would be talking about Highlander, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. That's a really cool storyline, you know? Yeah. It was like reconnecting with her years later. Um, Well, what do you get? How many Kazis do you give this one?
0: Oh. Out of uh, five. For watching, this is a four and a half Kazi. Wow! You love it! Out
1: of five?
0: I just really like. I give aliens I four and a half cosies. Oh, we'll go four then. Like, okay, yeah. Like I said, it drags a lot, but I mean, the stuff that's cool is like so good. Is can really care like yeah. When it's good, it's good. That's like, for sure. If you haven't watched it in a while, it you you should really yeah watch it. Give it a shot. It's really good to watch with modern eyes as an adult, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of really cool shit. I mean, come on. The queen and the special effects and oh. a lot of the camera work and just the lore and Sean Connery, like the time travel Yeah. Or time jumpy shit. Just rules. I don't know. Yeah. It's aged well.
1: I think I call it a, th- I give it a three, but I also give a lot of movies a three I've learned. Cause now yeah. that I'm doing letterbox, it's like, I've learned that if I like a movie, it's a three. Yeah. If I really I like, how- it, then we can move on. But like, how many, Hmm.
0: How many Kazis did I give RoboCop? I don't remember.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Buddy, I don't know. Also, did you know that in RoboCop, we have Alex and Toll talking in the middle of that episode? Sweet! Yeah, so Alex and Toll were referenced in the last week's episode, too. Um, Yeah, goddamn. So, Highlander. That's Highlander. Uh, Hey, buddy, where can the listeners find you?
0: At Reamcore. R-E-A-M K-O-R-E. I'll have some dates. Nice. Coming up? Uh, I'll have all sorts of shit so
1: i have i'm very excited to announce i have been booked on my first like non like club show you know what i mean like we're a comic yeah. like another producer reached out on august 19th at 7 p.m i'll be at qad on the laughter times nice. i'm so excited it's
0: it's funny the dog knows we're doing plugs right now already she's on, here she's she is. over by the door Shy's
1: back yeah. um shy's got to be loving that backyard huh
0: Oh my god! It's yeah, it's so
1: fun. I love every photo you post of it. Follow us on Instagram if you guys aren't. I'm at Patrick Hasty. You're at Reamcore, R e m k o r e. Follow Mark, great Mark Vaughn, and go look at that picture of uh, uh, Chelsea Handler naked. Yeah. Uh, you know. Um. Get on the podcast. Uh. You're re- are you're Reamcore on Twitter as well, right? That's right.
0: Everywhere, baby.
1: R e a m k o r e. Uh huh. I'm Patrick Casey. That's at Patrick Patrickcasey.com for all upcoming shows. Um. I'll be adding some more stuff and some random club stuff. Um. I'm. Uh. Couple things that I want to say real quick. Jackknife, Gideon and I are working on bringing it back. Jack, uh, Gideon came into my office the other day. We hung out a little bit, had lunch. Love it. About. I saw the photo. It was really nice. Really great. I lunch. Love you guys. And it was funny because it's this restaurant. You, John Field, of the show. John Field. We used to have lunch at this place all the time, and it was funny eating there with Gideon because John would yell. John's very loud, like I am. I'm loud too. And so having lunch with Gideon and there, I was like, oh, it's funny when everybody's not looking at us and mad at us, you know. Um uh but yeah Knife's coming back so look for that uh if you're in the city uh i got more shows coming up <laughs> hey, wait am i being picked up on your mic now too uh i'll i'll uh tell you this real quick my tweet uh-huh. last night i saw a movie in the theater for the first time since 1917 has currently six favorites so pretty good we did nice. well um get on the patreon if you haven't give us a dollar give us five dollars give us 25 dollars uh we're gonna try to commit now that we're now that Reem settled into the des moines studio and the new york studios wrapped up a little bit silver
0: cup studios
1: we're gonna yeah we're gonna um attempt to do more of the patreon videos again because that's super easy to do so we'll just do that and you'll also see all the behind the scenes stuff because there's no fucking way i'm gonna edit it so you're gonna see Reem go to the bathroom and me like look at my phone and uh, all that stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah. Patreon, give us stars. Tell your friends. Tell a friend. I just
0: retweeted you.
1: Let's do that this week. Tell a friend. We'll do one of those YouTube call to action things. Tell a friend about the podcast, and oh. like pick your favorite episode, and then yeah. let us know. Let us know about it. You know, uh, pick. Go pick one of the cl- like a great one. You know what I this mean? This makes
0: like, sense because right now on IPR.
1: Oh yeah, Iowa, Iowa Public
0: Radio. Radio yeah, uh, they're doing the pledge driving type. That's what
1: stuff. we should do. Like, we need to do a pledge yeah. drive. We need to start a. We need to also, get out that stuff.
0: Weirdly, Iowa Public Radio plays like the coolest music in Iowa. <laughs> like every yeah. night at like seven o'clock, they're playing like, uh, Courtney Barnett and Slater. Oh, King.
1: sick! I used to love the Iowa, They Ames Public Radio, the like yeah. college radio. Um, I would listen to that constantly. So um, after they
0: get done with their news about like. I, Everything. Hate it.
1: I would hate it when, like, before I had a car with a CD player, and I'd be yeah. driving from like Des Moines to Glenwood or Des Moines to Ames or something, and you'd, it'd be NPR, but it's only classic, and you're like, classic, like classic old music, yeah. and you're like, you know, it's either that or you have to listen to the same fucking eight a- Aerosmith songs on like uh, KGGO or whatever. Um, goddamn. Well, that's the show. Uh, yeah, I can tell- listen
0: to too much Aerosmith. I'm either crazy or crying. <laughs>
1: Oh no, Jamie's got a gun! Yeah. Tell your friends, be cool, never yeah. die.
0: After that joke, you can say reams on.
1: Reem's on. Dream on! Oh yeah,
0: on. Oh, oh, yeah. from that. You mean from, sugar. The,
1: you mean from that famous song
0: Dreams On? Yeah. I need to eat my blood sugar sex magic is dipping.
1: I have not eaten. Oh <laughs> my god, I saw a tweet the other day. Uh, I think I think Friend of the Show, uh what's his name? Friend of the show, uh Josh McLean tweeted, put this on Instagram. Yeah? The fucking like Metallica's Black Album, Aerosmith's, uh, what some Aerosmith album, Pearl Jam uh, 10, Nirvana Nevermind, Blood Sugar Sex Magic, and one other album or something all came out in like a 40 day span. Wow. It was crazy. Um, goddamn. There you go. Tell your friends, be cool, never die. And as always, remember if you're not an NFR,
0: you're an MFer.
1: So, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out, out, of, out here. of here. All
0: right. It's great to have friends like Patrick and Reem who are obscure and yet thoughtful. I love this podcast.